What's going on, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena with Robin Griff. I'm Griffin Senek, joined by my co-host, Rob Goldberger. And today we're back once again, bringing you the latest in the sports world. We're a little crammed on time today out of, uh, you know, film capability. Um, so we are not going to be able to cover as much as we'd probably like to. But that said, we're still going to be able to come to you this week. We're going to talk about those NFL predictions. Obviously, the World Series is going on. I mean, real quick, right now, Braves up 2-1. What are your thoughts on that series and how that's going? I can't say it's not exactly what I expected. I mean, I mean, come on. Oh, God. Just these guys. Like, I mean, it's the same thing. These The, the pitching for the Braves is unbelievable. Um, and just these guys, these trade line, deadline additions keep coming through, and everybody on the team is hitting well right now, even Travis Starnow. So. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, I think we both saw this coming last week, um, to be honest. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, I expect the Braves to win at this point, knowing our luck. So we uh, we will move on from that, and I will share the screen. We're just going to jump right into these uh, week – whatever week it is. I know the screen might be a little weird. I'm trying to watch some UFC to the side here. I'm trying to get a little bigger. I don't know what people are seeing. All right, so here we go. This week, obviously, we saw Thursday night football, Packers, Cardinals. I mean, real quick, we probably should touch on that. That's a pretty big game. What were your thoughts on that game? I mean, finally, the Cardinals have been beaten. J.J. Watt is out for the season. He suffered a plethora of injuries. So what are your kind of thoughts on the situation between these two teams right now? Obviously, big win for the Packers. Yeah, this is a great win for the Packers, considering how decimated both their offense and uh, defense was, especially at that receiver position, but uh, also at that corner position. And to win with, obviously, they got a little lucky at the end there, but I mean, they, they had a lot of guys who won't be playing in the postseason, uh, barring injury tonight, and they still be one of the NFC's parent teams. I still have a lot of concerns about the Cardinals, uh, I have to say, uh, mainly the coaching. But like I said, they're still in prime position to win this game. They're still one of the three or four best teams in the NFC, but I don't know if they're, they're in that top tier should be considered favorites over the likes of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I agree. I think the Packers have honestly done better than I thought they would. Um, after week one, I was really worried about them. I was not sure what was going to exactly happen, but they've proved me wrong. They're playing very good football. I believe they're seven and one now, so they haven't lost since. I mean, they're just a great football team, to be honest with you. Um, Aaron Rodgers, such a talent. Obviously, they did it without barely any of their weapons this week, um, so pretty impressive. And on Arizona side, I mean, I think this is a good team. I just don't know if they're a Super Bowl favorite right now. I just, I just can't bring myself to say that this team is going to be able to make a run in the Super Bowl. And you've got, in my eyes, three elite, you know, veteran quarterbacks in this conference that just, I think, are just going to be a lot to handle for uh, Kyler Murray and these guys in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see, but big win for the Packers and, uh, you know, for the future of these two teams. Very excited to see what happens. Yeah. All right, moving on to uh, the predictions for the week. Panthers-Falcons. Uh, this is a game between two god-awful teams, the Carolina Panthers losing last week to the New York Giants. So I'm going to start. I think I have no choice here but to, to pick the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I mean, just a really, really, uh, you know, they had a good win last week over the Dolphins, but the Panthers, I just can't pick them right now, to be honest. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons here, obviously, too. I think the Panthers are just really, really bad. Maybe a bottom five team in the league. Uh, Sam Darnold, just not the answer quarterback. And correct me if I'm wrong, but are the Falcons going to have a winning record if they win this week? Yep. <laughs> so that's something that's unexpected. I mean, obviously they stink too. Their schedule has been 
probably the easiest in the NFL so far, and they're still three and three. So, yeah, I don't think both these teams are bad, but the Panthers, Sam Darnold is just really not the guy at quarterback there, clearly. Yeah, not at all. Sam Darnold, uh, you know, he has just not been very good recently. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to pick against the uh, Falcons in this one. Watching the UFC to the side, big card, UFC 267 as we speak, and as well as a big Michigan-Michigan State game. That is a crazy game as well. Um, we got the Titans and the Colts next. Oh, that looks like that's painful. Uh, Titans-Colts. Colts have been playing very good football. This is a very big divisional game, and I'm actually going to roll with the Colts. I know you're going to likely not do that. <laughs> but I think the Colts are an extremely good team. Oh, wow. At the top. Um, wow. First round. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sorry about that. But the Indianapolis Colts, I'm going to take here. I think Jonathan Taylor is just such a talent at running the football. I mean, this guy is just one of the best in the world. Um, obviously you've got a better player on the other side, Derek Henry, but I don't know. There's something about the Colts home field advantage. I just think they're going to get the job done in this one. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with you. I'm going to pick the Colts here. Uh, hopefully maybe in a reverse jinx. I do think the Titans are much better. Uh, I think the Colts are probably going to be a wild card exit this year. That's sort of what it's shaping up. I mean, Carson Wentz looks back to the Carson Wentz, not of 2017, but more so of 2019. Um, the defense to me is still a real concern for both of these teams. I mean, Harold, Harold Andrews has been playing much better for the Titans recently, but uh, I'm going to roll with the Colts here. I still think the Titans will come on top of this division, but like you said, that home field advantage is something. Hopefully I'm putting a reverse jinx on, but yeah. Yeah, uh, this game, I mean, this won't even be a close one. The next one, Bills all around. The Miami Dolphins are just in in a horrible, horrible team. And they're in a horrible situation as a franchise because they don't have their first-round pick this year. Yeah. I mean, they are – that's a classic case of a team completely misevaluating where their roster is. Yeah. I mean, wow. That is shocking. The Bills, uh, I believe, was – who the Bills? They lost to the Steelers and the Titans. They had bye last week, though. So they're coming off a bye. They'll be ready to go. Bengals, Jets. And I just want to say, the Cincinnati Bengals, I picked them last week against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. I really think this team is legit. I mean, this team is offensively, this is a premier offense in the NFL. Jamar Chase is a superstar in the making. I mean, that kid is so talented, 200 receiving yards. Obviously, this game is not going to be particularly close in my mind. It's going to be the Bengals, but um, wow. I mean, the Bengals look good defensively. They're playing pretty well too. I mean, they held Lamar to really, you know, not the Lamar really didn't do too much against them. Yeah. I mean, you said superstar in the making. I think you can drop the last three words of that sentence. I mean, <laughs> has been a, he's been a top three wide receiver in the NFL this season. I mean, there's an outside shot. I mean, it seems like he's going to smash the rookie receiving record, but there's an outside side shot. He could even near the NFL receiving record. I mean, we know Cooper Cub is on the break, uh, break that, on pace to break that. But Jamar Chase, I mean, if this guy keeps it up and he's getting better and better each week, he, he's absurd. I mean, to me, I, I the, the, the preseason thing, I think we both thought was a little bit overhyped. I think we've talked about it before on here. But the guy was the – we saw Justin Jefferson be an NFL superstar last season. And he was the number two to this guy at, at the same college, right? I mean, this guy, he's he's unreal. I mean, he's a top three wide receiver in the league already. I mean, we could be talking him as the wide as the league's best wide receiver very, very, very soon. My audio, there we go. I think it's back. I don't know. My audio started to 
go out. My fault. But um, yeah, I agree with what you said there. Um, Browns, Steelers. I'm going to pick the Cleveland Browns here. Uh, Baker Mayfield is back. It is in the dog pound. Um, they had a good win against the Bengal or the uh, Broncos, sorry, last week, um, which obviously was key for them with Case Keenum. Nick Chubb's back as well, and I think that's just the difference. Having him back, that'll be huge for them. Um, and I just think with Big Ben at quarterback, I'm still not sold on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think I can confidently say that that team is the worst team in the AFC North now. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And yeah, Big Big Ben. I mean, they win or lose last week. I forget. I think they won, right? They, I believe, squeaked it out against – oh, they had bye last week, and then the week before they beat the uh, Seahawks. Yeah, uh, like like you said, just Big Ben, not too convincing at all. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Browns here. I think despite their record, they've had some tougher injury luck. They've had a pretty tough schedule so far. I still think they're a really good team. I don't know if they're on, you know, pace with the with the likes of the Bills, who seem to be the clear favorite in that conference right now. But, um, yeah. Uh, I think they're a much better team than the Steelers. Like you said, going to be tough to go into Cleveland and win. Yeah. Eagles-Lions. Uh, this should be an interesting game. The Lions came out and played the Rams exceptionally well last week. They were in that game all the way up until the very end. Um, they were running trickery. I mean, throughout the whole thing, you just got to root for the Lions. And I'm actually going to pick them this week against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are going to be without Miles Sanders. I know they haven't used them too much, but I think that is going to hurt them. Um, we saw Kenneth Gainwell come in. I believe he fumbled. Um, and I don't know. I'm just not sold on the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll be honest. I, I just don't think they are an exceptional team. I think they're just kind of mediocre. Their quarterback's pretty mediocre. Um, and, you know, I, I just am not sold on this team. I think the Lions, I just have a feeling that this team's going to come out for a win and they're going to be hungry. And I think they'll be able to get the job done. I think this is a game where they can win it. They've had some tough matchups, and I think this is a you know a big game to watch for them. The Eagles would actually benefit massively from losing this game, and for that reason, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them to win because they're gonna do without the opposite of whatever is gonna help them. Because this franchise can do nothing right at the moment. Um, uh, the Lions, I feel like they're a team that just plays to the level of their opponent. This will probably be like a three point game or something. But truly, I want the Eagles to lose this game, but I think they're gonna win it because they can't, like I said, the organization just cannot do anything right at the moment. It's poisonous from top to bottom. I mean, Howie Roseman needs to go in the offseason. He cannot be the man picking, making potentially three top 15 picks, most likely two, at least top seven or eight picks. They've got a, they, they have to have a complete organizational refresh. I mean, their coach clearly is not ready to be a head coach at the NFL level. He might be one day, but right now is not the moment. And it's really just a poisonous franchise right now. Yeah, I mean, I think that, and yeah, we've talked about it, but the, the NFC East, it's going to run through Dallas for as long as Dak Prescott seems to be in this form that he's in. Um, this game, it'll be the Rams. The Rams are an exceptional team. They obviously have struggled recently, I will say. They've played a lot closer than originally. I think I kind of jumped the gun when I said this team was probably maybe better than the Bucks. I'm going to recant that statement. Um, as I think you might recant a statement uh, in one of our later yeah, games yeah, that we'll yeah, discuss. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. But yes, the Rams should win this game. I still believe they're a very good team. Cooper Cup, just an exceptional player. Um, and Matt Stafford, it's good to see him in a winning situation. Yeah. Uh, not, not too much to discuss with this game. I mean, any team starting Davis Mills, a quarterback, I don't really know if that's worth our time. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in a bit of a rush, so we'll leave that one. Uh, 49ers-Bears. Um, the Bears really struggled. I mean, Justin Fields, just a horrible game last week against one of the premier defenses. Just unfortunate situation. You got to feel for the kid, to be honest. Um, but I am going to take the Chicago Bears in this game. Um, I think they have played interest. They've played pretty well up until last week with Justin Fields at quarterback. And I think that we're going to see that this week. I mean, the Niners, I just don't know. I just don't think they're talented. I should, that's a bad statement. I'm going to rephrase that. I don't think they are. I just don't. I, 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 with Jimmy G at QB, I'm just not that impressed. I'll be honest. Like, I, I think with that offense, there's no George Kittle right now. You really only have Debo Samuel to throw the ball to with, you know, the message receiver with Brandon Ayuk. And the defense is, you know, not anywhere where it was that Super Bowl season. Robert Sala is not there anymore. So I'm just, I just think the Niners are kind of a mid-team, to be honest. And I think the Bears at home, this is just one of those weird games that I feel like the Bears will come out with a win with. So I'm going to go with the Bears here. Uh, I'm going to agree with you here. Uh, pretty much for all those reasons you just said. I'm not sold on Jimmy G at all. Soldier Field home crowd. I mean, could be a good game for Justin Fields to rebound. I mean, that 49ers defense uh, is still pretty tough, but – I don't know. I'm just going to go with the Bears here. Like you said, 49ers just seem to – I think they're pretty – without with, with Russ healthy, I would say they're pretty clearly the worst team in the NFC West. Um, I don't know. The team seems just be sort of mediocre and lifeless. And I don't know. I think the Bears are that way too, but they're at home, so I'll take them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's Trey Lance show will be very soon in uh, San Francisco. Pat's Chargers will see Justin Herbert and the Chargers return after a bye, after that horrific game in Baltimore, which, you know, after the Bengals this week, really, you know, makes the Chargers look not so impressive. But I'm going to take them here. They've had, you know, a week now to prepare. They've had a week to reset. And I think that's key there. They're going to be good to go, fresh to go. Eckler, uh, you know, has not practiced recently, which is a little concerning. I'm not too sure if he'll be playing. Um, I think he'll probably push through, but I don't know the severity of the injury, obviously. But I'm going to still pick him anyway. I think the Chargers are just the better team. And I think mid Jones um, and, you know, that Pat's offense, it's just mid. Um, that's the way to describe it. Mid Jones leading the mid offense and the defense is, you know, it's pretty solid. Matt Judon's played pretty well this year, um, but I think the Chargers will still be able to rip that defense apart. So I'm going to go with them. Uh, I'm actually going to take the New England Patriots uh, in this Ooh, one. Okay. Big upset. You're taking um, mid, jo- mid Jones? I am taking mid Jones. Um, um, for the, I think the Patriots have played some really good teams really close uh, over the over the course of the season, I think this is going to be the one where they get over the hump. Uh, they don't. I keep. I always say this when the Chargers are at home, but they don't really have to go on the road if that makes sense. Like they do, they have to make the time zone adjustments and all. But like, they're not really playing in front of like an away crowd. It's going to be mostly Patriots fans, I would imagine. Um, I don't know. Uh, they they played the Bucks really close. They played who else did they play? Who's really good? Really close. You remember Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Um, and I don't know. I think they're just going to get it this week. I think the Chargers showed a lot of flaws. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots this week. Just feeling it, feeling the upset. All right. I like it. Uh, Jag Seahawks, Geno Smith, maybe one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. That game <laughs> against the Saints was just laughable, if we're being honest here. Uh, what a horrible game. I mean, the Saints are very bad, too. We'll touch on them next. But I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars here, actually. I, you know, I think – that offense has some pieces. James Robinson's a really talented player. I think Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault is, you know, a competitive, decent group. And I just think you got to look at the Seattle Seahawks right now and look at Geno Smith, and he's the quarterback, and this defense is not very good either. There's just no way I can pick 
Geno Smith. I just don't think I can. I think Urban Meyer is going to have back-to-back wins. They're going to be going crazy <laughs> in that locker room, and it's going to be chaos in Jacksonville. So give me the Jags here. I'm going with the Seahawks. I'm not picking the Jags on the road in CenturyLink Field. I think I could have you and the you at quarterback in there with the Seattle Seahawks. I think I'd still pick the Seahawks. So I'm going with Seattle. I'm not picking the Jaguars on the road. Uh, I think that's probably the only win they'll get all year against the Miami Dolphins, who might actually be the only team worse than them. Maybe the Jets, but yeah. Maybe the Jets, yeah. Jets, Mike White's at QB, too. So that is uh, – I mean, we didn't even talk about that with the Jets. <laughs> Joe, Bengals, Flacco, so. Joe, Joe Flacco inactive. Yep. Joe Flacco. Joe they Flacco. traded for him, yes. They, trading, trading, a, back in. trading a pick for Joe Flacco certainly is a – it's an interesting decision. <laughs> oh, he's back in green. We missed him greatly. Uh, Bucks Saints, I think we're both going to take the Bucks here. But the Bucks. You know, AB is going to be out for it seems like a good portion of time, which is a you know a hurtful injury. But they've got Chris Godwin, they got Mike Evans, Gronk's back, which is going to be big for that offense as well. Brady will have one of his favorite targets, probably his favorite target of all time back. And uh, that defense is you know still so good even with the beat up secondary. And I think the Saints are just this is one of those games that I weirdly see the Saints winning with the way their season has been and just like them coming out and like blowing the Bucks out weirdly enough. And then they'll like lose, like who do they play next week? Then they lose to the Falcons. Like I could totally see that happening, honestly, in the Superdome. But I'm not. I don't think the Bucks are gonna uh, are gonna fall bait to this. I think the Saints are a pretty mediocre to mid team, um, like mid low team. Uh, I just don't think Jameis is really anything special. And Michael Thomas still not back yet. So yeah, give me the Bucks here. Yeah, I totally agree with you. This is like a typical Saints win. Bucks like really beating this like really good team at home and then falling flat the next week, but. I don't know. I, I'm also going to go at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady is just playing at an unbelievably high level right now. I mean, this is the best he's played since his um, 2017 NFL MVP season. Um, he's leading. I mean, in, I, there's a very, very high chance he could win MVP this year, especially with that Cardinals loss on Thursday um, and Kyler Murray showing some cracks. I mean, he, he's ranked number one in every, um, almost every metric. PFF grade, whatever you want. I mean, this guy is just unreal. And when Tom Brady is playing at this level, it's very, very, very hard to pick against the Bucs any given week, no matter who they're playing. Yeah. I mean, it's just the Tampa Bay Bucks. It's just wild to think about the time we live in in the NFL. I mean, Tom Brady is yeah, Tampa Bay Bucs. Bucs. It's still weird to say. The it's fact still Bucs, weird to say. Yeah. It's weird to think that the Bucs are like the, best, the NFL's best team after being a laughing stock for a decade. <laughs> It's crazy, but it is a good time to be alive. And honestly, even as a Jets fan, like Tampa Bay Brady, I've been a fan. Like it's fun to watch this team play football. Like they are a very fun team to watch. Yeah, they are. They are. This is a a bum game. Washington versus the Denver Broncos. Jerry Judy will be back in action this week. He was just activated. So that'll be exciting for his return. I'm going to. I don't know either. This is a tough one. These are two pretty bad teams. I'm going to go with Washington. Um, I think that they'll get the job done. I really don't think the Broncos are very good with Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback. I mean, I think Teddy Bridgewater is just so bad, honestly, and just not – I mean, I don't understand why they're not starting Drew Locke. Drew Locke is at least young, and maybe there's a hope for some development. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is not leading this team anywhere. Von Miller, we've heard, might get traded. Uh, there's rumors that he could be traded. But I think Washington, I don't think they're a very good team. But I think they'll be able to get the job done. That defense has also started to play a little bit better. Each week, they're progressively getting better recently. 
Uh, and I think I'm excited to see what happens with that. So I'm going to go Washington, uh, Denver. I don't know. They're just pretty bad. Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington as well. I mean, time's running out for Vic Fangio. This is a really bad team. That the, We know the front office and ownership expected more from the Denver Broncos this year, especially after that hot start. I think Washington might come in and put the nail in the coffin. I mean, they're a really bad football team, but they've been playing much better football than the Denver Broncos have, especially offensively. I mean, like you said, I think Drew Locke is also very, very, very likely really bad. Very likely. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's young. At least we don't 100% yeah. know yet. There's a sliver of hope for potential. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Washington here. I think Big Fangio, this is a game Big Fangio could lose his job after. I mean, we've heard whisperings for months and months. And, yeah, losing to the Washington football team, Tyler Heineke as quarterback might be that final uh, that final <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I won't even lie. Some of the stuff you just say when you're just, like, dead serious, just it, it just gets me sometimes. Um, <laughs> Cowboys, Vikings. Um, I think the Vikings are a very good team. I think this is going to be a highly entertaining game, but I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I mean, they beat them last year with, I believe, Andy Dalton as the quarterback. Um, (laughs) So I don't think it bodes too well for Minnesota. That defense is also pretty suspect. So I think Dak Prescott – I mean, Dak Prescott may not play. So this is kind of a contingent one. If Dak Prescott plays, I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. If Dak Prescott doesn't play, I'm picking the Minnesota Vikings um, would be my take on it. I'm going to just write that in our notes because I think that's pretty important to know when we make this decision. So that's what I'm going to roll with. Obviously if Dak is out, I think the Vikings should be able to, uh, you know, be able to hold whoever is at quarterback, Garrett Gilbert, Cooper rush, uh, you know, at least so their offense can compete. Uh, I'm going to pick the Minnesota Vikings uh, regardless of whether Dak is active or not, because I think even if he is active, he's going to be uh, severely limited. So I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. I think Kirk cousin, Cousins, I, I hate to say it, but I think he's a good quarterback. I really do. I think um, that that they, they've gotten unlucky. I mean, that loss to Cincinnati looked really bad week one, but now that we see what Cincinnati is, I mean, they really should have beaten one of the AFC's best teams. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. I think they could definitely snag a wild card spot this year. They're three and three. They're two and four this year. They're three and three. So I think they could definitely snag a wild card spot this year. Uh, I think they're probably the second best team in the NFC North by pretty wide margin over the Chicago Bears and Detroit Lions. And I'll go, I'll go with the Minnesota Vikings just because of Dak's uh, uh, injury status. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to let you lead this next one, the Kansas City Chiefs and the New York Giants. Just take the floor real quick. So uh, there, the, you might see a video of me going around from last week. <laughs> I'd like to say that, that that's actually not me. That's actually, uh, that's actually <laughs> not me. No, but the Kansas City Chiefs are a mess right now. They'll, they'll win this week because the Giants got it awful. But, um, yeah, they're a mess. They're not what I expected them to be. And last week's game was just – it made me look really bad. Uh, do I still think they're going to make the playoffs? Yeah, I do. If you want me to be honest, I mean, there's seven teams that are going to make the playoffs. I don't see seven teams getting in over the Chiefs, but they're not going to win the AFC. I mean, the Buffalo Bills, I think, are pretty clearly the AFC's best team, the most, the AFC's most well-rounded team. Maybe the Bengals, maybe the Ravens, maybe even the Cleveland Browns, but not the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'll go with them this week. But the uh, the Giants are really bad. And remember, uh, that video of me was doctored last last weekend. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the New York Giants are terrible. Um, this will be the Chiefs. This is a big game for them. I mean, they have to get back on track this week. It is essential for them to return to domination, and they really just need to get their guys more involved. I think they're just, you know, you got to get Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill even more involved at this point. I mean, yeah. these guys are just not even – like Tyreek Hill has just had some weeks where he's just not involved in the offense, and that just can't happen. You don't see that happening with superstar receivers in this league. Yeah. And yeah, Tyreek Hill is going to boom or bust. And like fantasy wise, it's very frustrating. It's Tyreek Hill owner, but like just in terms of the Kansas City Chiefs, like this team, your best bet is throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, obviously. So they need to get away from some of these like younger players or just smaller, not as talented players. I mean, I think the Chiefs are in a world of trouble. I think we both agree with that, that this team is way worse than we thought. The offensive line is just nowhere near either where we thought. This offensive line has been pretty bad, to be honest, after all the money they invested in it with Orlando Brown, Joe Dooney, and what names. I mean, it's not been good. And that was money that they, you know, obviously they had to do it, but they need money for this defense. This defense is horrific. Um, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, who has been horrible this year, was looking like Tom Brady out there for the first half of the game. Um, completing almost every single pass and throwing and doing whatever he wanted to. So this Chiefs defense has got awful. Steve Spagnuolo, I believe, is still the coordinator. He should be fired after the season. You know, I don't care who's on the field. It doesn't matter if these players suck. This defense is embarrassing, and that man needs to be fired. Um, he probably should have been fired already. And the Chiefs, I mean, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I agree they'll be in the playoffs. But And with Mahomes, you never know. But this isn't a Tom Brady-type team where Tom Brady seems to always have a very good defense. This is a god-awful defense, and I just don't think this team is going to be built to withstand and compete with some of these higher offenses like the Buffalo Bills. I think you can still put the Baltimore Ravens up there, even after their recent struggles. The Chargers, you've got the Bengals look like an elite offense. Cleveland Browns are going to be a tough offense as well at times, uh, you know, if they're at full health. I'm not going to, you know, right now, honestly, Cincinnati Bengals might be better than the Cleveland Browns. There's a hot take there yeah. to end my, my yeah. rant there. And yeah. Uh, I just want to add to the Chiefs. I mean, two things. Their lack of getting guys outside of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, I say it over and over again, it's killed them. They really don't have that third guy. They don't in every great offense. They've had it in the past. They've had it with Sammy Watkins during the Super Bowl year. I mean, they need it. They need it. And to me, despite that, the root of this team's issues, you said, it all comes back to the defense. I mean, you see Patrick Mahomes. They, the offense is really bad last week, probably Patrick Mahomes' worst game of the year. But you see Mahomes just trying to overcompensate for everything out there. I mean, this guy, we know how great he is. He's not played up to his standard this year. We know he's been a little turnover prone this year, but a, a lot turnover prone this year. But the, the, this team's issue really is the defense and the lack of investment. Griffin, their drafting has been awful since Patrick Mahomes. It's been terrible since he was drafted, and it's really coming back to bite them. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they're a mess right now, and it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to extend Tyron Matthew in the offseason too, and that guy is by far their best player on that offense. So they're in a world of trouble. I agree with you here. I mean, is there anything else? Michigan State pulled off the win. I don't know if you saw that they beating did. Michigan. So uh, Michigan's run seems to be over. Uh, their quest for the college football playoff seems like it, they will be denied. Um, I mean, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, wrap this one up? Don't think so. Don't think so. Uh, you have a. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. World Series prediction. I'll, I'll just ask you real quick. When do you think? What do you think in, in what game? And who, who in what game, I should say? Braves and six at this stage. Braves and six. 
yeah, I, I think it's probably Braves in six, maybe even five, honestly. They'll just – they I mean, they haven't lost in Atlanta yet. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean – It's, not, it's, it's sickening to watch. It's, it's sickening. It's sickening. It's disgusting, especially considering the Phillies were ahead of them for like 80% of the season. The Braves are so mid. They are. They are mid. They were yeah, not even good. Yeah, that's the sport, though, Griff. Like those Giants. Teams, I know those Giants teams never had more than like ninety-three wins in the season. They won three in six years. Crazy. That's baseball for you. It that's is insane. NBA obviously back. We'll start to cover that soon. Um, I mean, Philadelphia. Um, you know, interesting situation. Obviously, not too much has gone on with that recently Cavs have looked decent i'll, I'll take yeah. that i've seen some evan, mobley. evan mobley man he's a he's a monster he's a monster he is a monster uh lakers they look washed i'll be honest i mean what was that with the thunder that was pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not really i'm not yeah. Sure. all right yeah well i think with that that'll do it for this week's episode of outside the arena make sure if you haven't already drop a subscribe drop a like drop a comment do all that follow the podcast on instagram at outside the arena podcast Follow us both on Instagram. And, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we'll keep posting more content. We'll be back with a probably much longer episode on next week's episode of Outside the Arena.